Hey there, everyone. My name is Ari, and welcome to Made of Metal, a motivational podcast where we tell stories about regular people overcoming insurmountable odds. So hello, hello. Good morning, everyone. Wow. So a great end to the new year. I know I haven't really been talking much about what's been going on, but moving out to the Wild West really started me on a different path. And I've really wanted to step into the podcasting or step in another level to an extent. So uh, I've really enjoyed that holiday break, but really excited to get back to it and to deep dive into these interviews. So today we will be speaking with an amazing young lady that I chatted with and connected with who is from my motherland and who is just such a joy to chat with and had a really unique perspective on um, sort of transitioning from the paths we currently find ourselves on to, you know, that we've been sort of not necessarily comfortable with, but that we've gotten used to and to transitioning to something that may be new and scary and that we're not used to, but that is better for us. It's better in our soul. So really great. I'm really looking forward to today. So without further ado, I want to say welcome to the show, Miss Chanel. Thank you for being on, Chanel. Thank you, Ari. You're such a sweet soul. And it's just like, as I heard you talk about um, your journey to the Wild West, I could immediately say to myself, huh, I had my journey to the Wild West too. And that was, that's what we're going to be talking about today. today. Oh, see? <laughs> like, Commonalities already, already. See, we're all on the same path, you guys. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so for me, just a quick introduction of who I am. My name is Chanel Robe, um, Jamaican. Island, I don't like the cold. Um, and I, <laughs> yeah, I, I love to sort of out there to let people know that, yeah, I don't like the cold. I like <laughs> it when it's not too hot, but it's not too cold when it's just, just, just right, like Goldilocks. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. I wish I was there with you. We just got six inches here. I'm dying. I'm like, no, like, not oh, built for this. I, I don't want to be anywhere near that. It's just like, yeah. I'm cold when it's warm and everything. And it's just like, yeah. And then even you guys, you guys, even mm. when it's cold, when it's not too cold for you, it's still cold for me. I, my island does Right, exactly. So right, right. Uh. I'm still there with the snow. <laughs> that island life. Yes, I'm an islander, true and true. Now, to just introduce myself really, really quickly, um, I am a burnout survivor. I'm a former people pleaser, um, and I now work with coaches and consultants actually transform how they deliver their services um, and deliver their projects uh, so that they're able to serve others without putting themselves last, without overworking, without burning out, right? Um, and I'm very, very passionate about that for two reasons, because I believe in excellence. I believe in the fact that when we serve others, we are actually changing destinies. We are tr- transforming lives. We're creating generational ripples. Yes. And I also believe yes. in the importance of not doing it at the expense of ourselves um, and learning to say yes to us and yes to what God has for us and 
who we are meant to be, right? And so for me, that's like a big, those two major principles and values are what forms are the underpinnings and the foundation for my story. Um, Starting out in corporate as (laughs) 10 years ago, going 11, I feel old every time I say that, but... um, Oh no, please. (laughs) But I did all of that in corporate. um, And for me, it was... We were, it was drilled into us like, hey, the customer is king. You need to serve, right? Um, And wanting to live up to the expectations of everybody, not just in corporate, but in life in general for me, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Trying to please not worry my mom um, and try to do the best that I possibly could, trying to please my mentors and the persons who believed in me and all of that to the fact where I thought I knew what I wanted which for me at the time was to become a top executive in the corporate world. I was well on my way to doing that, um, transforming lives um, by doing major corporate projects and so forth. And that eventually led to me burning out without me realizing that I was actually burnt out, which is shocker. Yeah. Right. And so for you're me, so used to being, you're driven. You're so used to going, going, going and hustling. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was, that was me. Like, I would literally, I was sort of person who I set a goal and come hell or high water, it is happening. And it's happening within the timelines that I wanted to happen because I was a project manager and I believed in milestones. I believed in deadlines. Mm -hmm. I believed in keeping my word and I believe in you keeping your word too. So together we're going to make it happen and we're driving you to it. Right. And so for me, that was, that was the attitude that I, that I approach every area of my life with, right? And so for me, it wasn't shocking when at the beginning of 2021, it was just last year. Can you imagine that last year, 2021? Oh gosh, no. It doesn't feel like it at all. It doesn't, it doesn't. feel like That's it That's why when you said all. 2011, 10 years ago, I'm like, <laughs> not at all. Not at all. It doesn't feel like last it. Year? Doesn't. Yeah, not at all. This is crazy. Time just flies. But for me, 2021, Mm -hmm. the beginning of 2021, I started to get sick a lot more often. I was going to the doctor and it was literally they came back to say to me that my anemia was acting up. Um, I am anemic, but not like on a high level. Like it's just as long as you maintain that balance and so forth. And I was just like, it's crazy because I'm not doing anything much. But the truth of it matter is I was doing a whole lot because I was literally working like 60 to 80 hour weeks, right? Imagine oh that, 60 to 80 hour weeks. Um, I was Jeez. working with over like a hundred and odd people. And even though a lot of those persons weren't direct to me, it was literally like I had oversight for all of that. I was reporting into a stressing um, steering committee, the project that I was doing was actually going to impact about 32 countries. Um, and it was just a whole lot. And it was literally because everything, all of that information was coming back down to me and me having to direct, direct all of that. It was just mm-hmm. pressure. And even though I normally do well under pressure and it wasn't a big deal for me is I remember I paused and I said, God, what am I, what, what should I be doing? I have a doctor saying this, here's how I'm feeling to the fact where now I'm literally snapping at people because I was just so exhausted all the time and struggling <sighs> to sleep. 
Um, yeah. And even I'm literally in the middle of this. So this is me. I literally have these long days where I'm starting at like 8 a.m. and I'm going to bed like 2 a.m. And when I'm supposed to be sleeping, oh I'm unable to sleep because I'm so, my brain is so buzzing about everything that is happening and all the things that I need to be considering and all the things that need to be done and who I need to be talking to and who's not. It was just like a continuous thing like even I'd be asleep I wake up check my phone go back to bed and all that that was that was my life and I'm like God what am I supposed to be doing I love my work I love what I do but I can easily see where this thing could easily kill me off and he said to me leave and I'm like leave go here (laughs) I was like (laughs) I'm like what do you mean leave and he said to me leave and I remember I thought about it for like a week and then I sent my boss a message and I said, I need to talk to you. And I basically left corporate without a backup plan. I didn't know exactly what I was going to do. I didn't know how I was going to do it, Um, but I left. And at the time I left with like three months of savings in my account. You know, typically people tell you that if you're going to do something crazy like that, at least have six months of savings in your account. I had three mm-hmm. and within a couple of days mm-hmm. of me leaving corporate, my last day in corporate was March 31st, 2021. Um, within a couple of days of me leaving, I basically spent a third of that on coaching. I was just like, girl, you crazy. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? No. But I felt like there was something there. Starting off Lord... a good, on a good foot, though. Starting off on a good foot. Yeah. Exactly. You might as well invest in yourself. Educated. <laughs> right. Exactly. Investing. So it makes sense. So I did that. And I know for me how I knew it was like a God thing is because I was supposed, I normally, because of the role that I had in corporate, I would have been required to give two months notice, right? Um, three. And when I told my boss that I was leaving, I said, I'm only giving you one month's notice. And then they tried to convince me to stay there. Like, oh, go, you can take some time off, take a month off and then come back. And I was just like, no, I felt like I needed to go. And for me, it was like, I can say it was the hardest decision that I had to make at that point in my life, given that I was responsible for my mom, keeping everything with my mom and all the expenses and all of that that came with that. Hardest decision I had to make, but I feel like it was one of the first times ever that I put me first. Now, looking back at that, like I literally made a conscious choice to put me. I had all of these things going on, but I made a conscious choice to put me first. And I can mm. tell you that it was it turned out to be one of the best decisions I ever made, um, just because of how God just literally showed up in the middle of all of that and the journey um. that He took me on um because of that and so I want to talk a little bit more now about the journey so me leaving mm-hmm. corporate March 31st 2021 and thinking mm-hmm. that okay Chanel you're gonna have an easy life I've heard about the virtual assistant industry and I'm like okay I'm gonna go do that because it doesn't demand a lot of my time it's easy mm-hmm. work for me based on whatever and I could start traveling because I've always wanted to travel and I did that for a month and I was bored and I'm like, God, what's sex? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, God, no. I cannot do this. You just knew. Yeah, I, you I just can. knew. Yeah. And that's when I started asking him a whole lot more about purpose. And I remember I, co- I 
June of that year, I came across a coach and she was asking me, what am I passionate? What are, what are you passionate about? And that's when the, this conversation around creating great client experiences around helping persons to get um, success came up. Right. Because there were a lot of business owners who really, really cared about the work that they do. And they understand that there's this massive impact that they're actually making generational impact. But they were struggling to actually get their clients results. And for me, I stepped in and I saw it and I'm like, what I can actually see what's the problem is here. Right. Why can't everybody Mm -hmm. see it? Right. And then that was when when I had that epiphany, she's like, yeah, if that's something that you should actually look into because you're passionate about it, you can actually see the solution as to what's happening there and for me it became a big conversation around identity and self-work because my immediate thing was god that doesn't look anything like what i was doing before right yeah and Mm -hmm. i hate when god does this because mornings are when i get my best sleep i'm not a morning person and he likes to wake me up at like three o'clock in the morning it's just literally like don't do something to me and one morning he woke me up three o'clock in the morning and he basically showed me my entire corporate journey and he's like you may not you may not see it and you may not feel like you're prepared for this but I've been preparing you for this for the last 10 years I just showed me highlights like it was like a tv flick of me just Mm -hmm. key moments in my journey and the things that he basically shaped and formed in me and the passions that he grew and the thing. He was just like, yeah, Uh here's how all of this connects together. Putting the pieces together. And I was just like, oh, Mm -hmm. holy moly, kind of thing. And I I woke up and it was like a fire was set in me. So a big moment, a big moment, a big moment of clarity. Exactly. It was exactly, it was just like, a lot of times we have all of these pieces in our lives and we're like, oh, they don't make sense. Why am I doing this and then going on to do that and then going on to do that? I like to think of it that nothing that God ever makes us do or anything, nothing along our journey is ever wasted, right? Even the mistakes that we think are mistakes and even the mistakes that are truly mistakes, God always finds a way to turn it around for our good, right? For me, for example, people pleasing... <clears throat> wasn't the thing God wanted for me. Um, he wanted me to own my identity. He wanted me to be comfortable in who he had called me to be, right? But he has literally, that people pleasing led to burnout and he has now turned that story into one that I'm able to sit here and share with you. Um, I'm able to yes. sit here and share it as a part of my business story, right? Um, it's, it's something that I'm very, very passionate about and I literally will see people doing it. I'm like, yeah, I'm... You cannot do that, right? It's become mm-hmm. a part of a victory story for me that I'm able to share with others. And I, for me, it's just such an amazing, amazing, amazing thing because stepping out of corporate created for me, not just the ability to get a business out of my story, but also for the internal transformation that God needed for me to own who I was called to be. Um, there were so many things that was happening with me that I wasn't even aware of because you were so busy. You know, burnout and being all over the place and going on your path and everything you're busy doing, right? That you don't even have the space to just be and to let Lord speak into you. And that for me was what he opened up for me. And for me, it's something that I'm passionate about too, because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of times we get caught up serving in the mission. I mean, God has given us purpose Mm -hmm. and we get caught up in the mission because the mission is so incredible, right? And we're so 
passionate about what we're called to do, we get caught up in the doing. We get caught up in the serving. We get caught up doing all of that. And we forget that we need to leave the space for God to give us more. Right? And for me, all of this gave me the space for more. He gave me the space for him to heal me of masturbation, right? For a long time, I struggled with masturbation as a Christian and I had no clue, like, God, how do how, how do I stop doing this? And, right, it was in that space that I now had coming out of corporate and everything that he literally was able to show me the root of it, right, and to show me what I needed to be done to actually change it, right? For me, it was because I was so stressed out <laughs> with everything that so was going that, on. So it was in that transit, that sort of transitory period between you ending your position at corporate and, and sort of figuring out where you would go next, that these sort of behaviors and all the coping me- mechanisms and the stress were really becoming apparent to you. Is that, oh, am yes. I understanding that correctly? Yes. Oh, okay. Like, you wow. Did, you know. So you had all these behaviors. You're right, because you're caught up in the doing. You don't know this. You're caught up in yeah. the doing. You mm-hmm. don't know the reason why. It's just like, yeah. And it's just like, yeah, this is coming out of you feeling that you need to be in control, feeling like you need to be pleasing everybody and stifling yourself, right? It became, your mm-hmm. masturbation became a thing that for you to cope. Right. Um, and oh, for, it was yes. it was just like, oh, my God. Right. And it's just like once yeah. you understood the root of that, it's just like for me, it just broke off. It broke off. It gave me the space for God to literally just step in, connect me with the person that I need to connect to. And it literally just broke off without me needing to do anything extra. And that was so like, for me, that was literally incredible. Right. When I when I look and I see how even my family relationships have transformed, I. I, I want to cry. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best way to put it. Oh, I want to cry because yeah. I have the, the best relationship with my sister, right? So the fact mm-hmm. that my sister mm-hmm. is almost like my best, if not my best friend, my sister is my best friend right now, right? Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. literally happened in the last two years. That's almost two years now, right? Because the oh, space wow. opened so up. Fairly recently. Relationship yeah. opened up, right? Oh. Yeah, because I was always all over the place. I was traveling. I was working. You don't have time for family. You don't have time for ministry. You don't have time to do anything else but the work and the doing, right? And it was like, for me, having that space. I mean, I'm running a business now, right? But I now have space for family. I now have space for friends. I now have space for God to give me more. Like, for example, I wrote my first book this year. And oh, congratulations. That is, yeah. <laughs> because I That's have a space. big milestone. That's a huge milestone. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And, and that's, for me, it's just like being able to sit down and share my story and reflect even on that and knowing that, hey, um, I'm going to be able to even make a whole bigger impact than I could have ever even begun to imagine. Sitting down here talking to you is because I know how space. <laughs> Which we so appreciate. Everyone so appreciates this. Seriously. Uh, yeah. It takes a lot of courage to come forward and to share, again, to be so vulnerable and to be so candid about what you were struggling with and what burnout looked like for you and how you kind of like moved out of that space. I am curious, though, I do have one question in terms of how would you sort of advise somebody who's also approaching sort of that area of burnt out, that area of exhaustion, and they're trying to figure out, okay, how should I even begin to address this? What sort of advice would you give to them? 
I would say that a lot of times when we're in that space, we feel like we don't have a choice. We feel like our extended, we must do everything on our extended to-do list. And I would say one thing, the Lord showed me a couple of years ago that we cannot serve from an empty, we always hear this thing, we can't serve from an empty cup, which is true, right? But we don't understand that the empty cup is based around, you have a low, you don't love yourself enough to ensure that you're full. And because you don't love yourself enough to ensure that you're full, you keep pouring out what you don't have. And so my advice is, and this is something I had to learn the hard way, is to ensure that you're full. It's to honor you. Love yourself, right? The scripture talks about the fact that the love your Lord, Lord, that there are three tiers to love. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, then love your neighbor as yourself, right? And so it's Mm -hmm. love God, self-love, and then love for your neighbor, Right. And a lot of us have flipped it around to say, love God and love your neighbor, then love you. Right. And so you get the what's left, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the empty cup. Right. Um, gotcha. and, yeah. 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 And so that's my advice. It's literally start by honoring you. Look at should you be saying yes to this person? Um, should you be saying yes to this activity? If you're going to commit to this, what does, how long are you expecting to commit to this? Do you have the resources mm-hmm. and the bandwidth to actually do that? And then to ensure that you're keeping on track and so forth is ensuring that you're seeing the results of what you've committed to, right? And know when is the time to shut off from that, right? Because at the end of the day, you can only go as far as you are able to. And it reminds me of something, something Michael, Pastor Michael Todd from Transformation Church says, said a couple of years ago when his weight was getting out of control. And he said, the Holy Spirit said to him that you will only go as far as your body can take you. And so for me, yes, his, and Pastor Michael Todd, I don't know if you know him, he's a man of great influence and a man of great impact. The work that they have done through Transformation Church is, is phenomenal, right? But we as children of God need to also realize that we as individuals only go as far as our bodies can take us. Yes, we want to have that impact. Yes, we want to serve as many people as possible. Yes, we want to see generations be transformed because of the purpose that God has placed on us. But that impact would only go as far as our body can take us. us. As much as how we love ourselves, as much as how we honor ourselves, that's what we're able to pour from. And so that's my advice around that. Gotcha. I I love it. And it's a very, again, very common theme that you hear a lot in terms of the love that you are pouring into other people, that you're pouring into everything, that all of the energy and the love and everything that you're pouring into everything, you have to give yourself yes. that same love. You have to, you have to pour into yourself mm-hmm. for so that you have a cup to even give to others too. So exactly. I love that advice. It's so hard to remember, but it is so necessary. <laughs> it it is really is. Because so many, I'm sure, I'm sure there are many people pleasers listening to you and we know exactly what you're describing in terms of just giving so, so much. So very good advice. So, but before we wrap up, Chanel, is there anything that you would like to sort of share or leave with the audience? like with your coaching and everything, or or please, if there's anything that you'd like to share. I love working with coaches and consultants. Um, It's the work that makes me very, very passionate, um, especially when it comes down to helping them to serve their own clients in a way that's not burning themselves out or deliver projects for their clients in a way that's not 
going to put them last, right? And so if anybody need any assistance with that, uh, feel free to reach out to me at hello at theroadway.com. And I think you, Ari, will also be dropping my links and so forth somewhere. Um, <laughs> so you, you guys yes, know absolutely. In the episode description, y'all, episode description, <laughs> please check it out. I'm going to put all of Chanel's info in there. Please reach out to her. She's obviously super capable, very intelligent, very, it's very obvious um, working with her would give you an enormous advantage. Um, and this has been such an incredible conversation. I have appreciated it so much, Chanel. Just as, as women, as we do, work our butts off all the time and, you know, transferring again, taking that energy that we put towards everything in our domestic life and then taking it to yeah. the corporate world. I mean, really burning ourselves on on both ends of the wick. So it's yeah. just so important to hear about stories such as yours where you were able to step out of that sort of cycle of people pleasing, of, of doing and actually step into the place that you belong. So I am yeah. so happy for you for that. And Thank you again. Thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you, my dear, for having me. And it's just been such an of honor. Course. And thank you for allowing me to share my story of learning to flow <laughs> and learning to just be. <laughs> you are so welcome. I think that's what I'm going to call this episode, Learning to Flow. Yeah. I like that. Like learning we to all flow. need to learn to flow. Yeah. We all need to learn to flow a little better. So everybody, I hope you guys love this episode. I absolutely did. Always a pleasure. I always feel like I myself am a little bit better for these conversations and I hope you do too. So with that, everybody, if you're loving the show, please leave a review. Please feel free to send me an email, share with friends. These are stories that we want to get as far and wide as possible because you never know who needs to hear, you know, somebody that's going through the similar thing. So as always, you guys, I love each and every one of you. And please do not forget to bloom where you are planted. Bye.